exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to one of the greatest episodes of the Legion on Zoom. I'm so excited I'm fucking stuttering because, guys, it happened. This is the Snyder Cut special. We're here. We all saw it. And I want to start this episode. Oh, by the way, this is Chez. <laughs> this is Miguel. This is Rod. What's up? I want to start this specific episode with a straight up fuck you to Joss Whedon. Oh. Like, uh, a, like yeah. a sharp and direct, like, hey, Joss Whedon, fuck you, sir. That's crazy. Very, very well-deserved fuck you. And I also then want to say a very much congrats to Zack Snyder yeah, that's for this incredible historical moment in cinema history. Word. And, and I also want to give a shout out to all of you guys listeners out there. If you've been following us from the very fucking beginning, we've been literally talking about this since episode one, which came out in July of 2020. And it's here. Fuck. It finally fucking happened, guys. Shit. Right. I, I tend to have a hard time letting go in general, like in my life. <laughs> and I, I didn't care how much people said, like, this is never going to happen. Oh, just forget about it. If there is anything out there, it's so raw and un- underdeveloped that it's not worth seeing. Jesus. But nah, the Snyder Cut movement, like the fans made this happen. They literally made dreams come true with this. And I am ready to deep motherfucking dive on this epic adventure that we all took uh, yesterday. And not only... The 20th for fans, March 20th. And not only as per like our usual, you know, like standard quote measurement of going balls deep, we're also putting in the balls this time too. Damn. That's how deep we're going (laughs) in. (laughs) Yeah, and before we move any more forward <laughs> with German. this, before we move any more forward with this, we mentioned it before that we were trying to do this uh, uh, drink of the week, right? And, you know, drink, you know, so for this week, we have a special one. We got fucking the Snyder Cut. So for this, day we're drinking. drinking, day drinking. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon, which we're recording on a special day just for you fans. Fact. We got Harpoon Big League, Big League, wonderful IPA. Why is this appropriate? Because it's big and juicy IPA, just like Snyder, which was a big and fucking juicy ass film. The Yo, I dead ass thought you were going to say Jason Momoa is big and juicy. Well, that and goes like without the- saying. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> there were so many gratuitous scenes of him just taking his shirt off that I was like, yes, bro, you got And you this. know what? I would actually call this whole movie an IPA because it's interesting, it's mm. passionate, oh. and it's also atmospheric. If that's a word, mm-hmm. did I make that up? No, that's a word. That's a okay. word. Yeah, nice. yeah. And it's got an IPA tend to have this little bitter taste to it, right? Because it's got the hoppiness to it. And it's, in it, Snyder's not bitter in a bad way, but it's like, it's a drama, right? It's a serious fucking thing, you know? Ah, perfect. Not that fucking weed and shit we saw years ago. Oh yeah. my God. And I, and I, I don't want to be an apologist, um, but I, I kind of got to stick up a little bit for Whedon on this one. All he right. did the job that he was given. And no, 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 no. His his job his job was to like finish off whatever ties the Snyderverse still had, and just change everything. You know, write Dark Side out, edit what seemed like you know four hours of content down, and include his own take right on on the whole storyline. Because I'm sure you know he wanted to do that as well. But you know, like 
me being a diehard fan of BVS Ultimate Edition, which then made me a big fan of Man of Steel, like it was in, in the reverse, and just wanting to see the true sequel to BVS Ultimate Edition, that's that's what drove me. That's what made me so passionate about this movement and about Zack Snyder's story. And, and, and you know what? I feel like just like if, you know, for married folks out there, not that I'm married, but you need to renew your vows every once in a while. And I feel like as a lifelong DC fan, this was a vow renewal for me. It made me remember why I'm a fan. It made me remember why I'm so passionate about this stuff to begin with. But anyway, I digress. Let's let's dive in. Do no, you I- digress? Do you? Because <laughs> I need to stop. I'm gonna save my emotion for like the later, no, uh, the but, latter half of this episode. But speaking of that, I think we're when we're on that, you know, you, you, you're not trying to be an apologist, you know, whatever the word is for for Whedon. I would like to get you know, Chess, and immediately said no to that. I want to get. What are your thoughts on that, Chess? What? How do you feel about Whedon now, bro? Like it's obvious that like some of the choices he made, he made them knowing they were dumb. Like, it's obvious. Like, for example, look at all the all the awesome shit that they took out when it came to Ray Fisher. My God. And a quick sidebar, I feel like he's more pretty than he is handsome. But, like, yeah. like there's something about his face is, like, that's a beautiful Really man. left sidebar. Yeah, like, but, okay. I, I don't know. But it's like, like, he's, like, insanely attractive, but it's like, that's a very pretty man. But anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's like it's so obvious, like, like all of his scenes. I mean, was a lot of that stuff already supposed to be in the original, or was that all like actually just made for the Snyder cut? A bunch of the stuff with him, because there were rumors that like a lot of his stuff got taken out, right? Yeah, uh, I think I think it's safe to say that the Ray Fisher scenes, except for the epilogue, which we'll go into, all of that was already filmed. That's bro. That's insane. That's insane. And the part where like um the father, who by the way, deep cut was also another scientist in Terminator <laughs> Two: Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's known for playing a brilliant man. Yeah, yeah word. <laughs> he also played a good scientist on the Science Town show um Eureka. They got canceled by Sci-Fi. Go check that out. Awesome show. Oh wow. Um. But anyway, but yeah, that guy, when he was breaking down how powerful Cyborg is, I actually finished the sentence for him when he was going to say the whole, um, like the whole epic part is like not doing anything with all the power you have. Like, I know that's where I was going because I love how that established how powerful he actually is. That was insane. That was insane. But all that stuff with Ray Fisher, like the conscious choice to not include that, Jeff, I was going to say Jeff Whedon. <laughs> the combo Jeff Johns and Josh yeah, Whedon. Josh Whedon, you're a dick for that. Like, shit. The fact that he made Batman okay. drink and tell jokes. Josh Whedon, you're can, a fucking can, dick wait, for that. Okay, let, let me just... Let me, okay, so what he had to cut out content, right? Just to keep it to, you know, less than two hours. So what else? I'm not saying that he was justified. Josh Whedon was justified in cutting out Ray Fisher. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he was given a job and like any guy, he did his job. Like, I don't, you know, and we, we saw some amazing Ezra Miller scenes that were cut. Right. And, and we can't necessarily call, or can we, you know, blame racism or whatever other reason or drama for this. But anyway, let, let's, let's dive in. Let's dive in. 
Yeah, All right. fine. And, word, and word. I'll just provide a middle ground to that. We'll discuss this probably a little bit more in our chapter comparisons coming up <laughs> for the episode. But I, I, I do think I'll give a more. I agree with both of you, you know, because I do can imagine how hard it must have been. Right. To, uh, you have these four hours of scenes, you know, and it's unfinished yet still. Right. To, to some degree and put it down in two hours and, you know, or less. Right. To, to make it fit it's not an easy task and and their style as and directors are very very different right that being said he it seems like he made the worst the worst choices possible exactly like knowing that they were the worst choices he was like it's like he laid all his choices out in front of me and constantly picked the worst ones like yeah i'm gonna go this shitty route right here like all right is that where the shit is at that's where i'm going much like much like warner brothers Right, right. It, it was their fault. It was their shitty decision making that m- made that fucking 100%. version a reality. But oddly enough, and this is a conversation that I was um having with my girlfriend about the movie. That it's kind of interesting. It's like in a way you have to abhor the WB executive, but also kind of appreciate how callous they are and just start making a profit. They're willing to eat this much shit and be wrong, knowing that they're gonna come out winning either way. Like you know what I mean? It's like. Wait, so I have to eat this big pile of shit to make that much money? All right, fuck it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of have to give them props in a way because at the end of the day, it's also the executives who greenlit this round too. Which is kind of like, I think they saw themselves fucking up so badly that it was like, you know what? This might just be crazy enough to work. (laughs) That's how desperate they were. And they pulled it out of their butts, collectively speaking. Very, very true. All right, but exactly. Now, let's fucking dive into it, guys. Let's dive into the fucking movie. All right. So, chapter one, uh, title is uh, Don't Count on It, Batman, right? So, right off the bat, okay, the movie opens. I love the opening with Superman, you know, screaming after he gets uh, impaled by by Doomsday. Right, for, the, for the prologue, right? Exactly for that yeah, part. Yeah, right yeah. for the for the beginning for the credit. And of course, this is going to be a spoilerific uh, d- deep dive. Of course, right, so right. Haven't seen it and you care. And I think it's now. obvious. And I think Go it's obvious. And I think it's obvious to tell for the fans out there. Also, o- overall, we loved it. I think just in general, yeah, very yes. much. I think we all are on board. It was a great movie. Even myself, who I <laughs> I don't like. Snyder's I was about movies. to say that 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 means a lot coming from oh, you. Oh my god, I'm I'm a. I'm almost, I feel like I've been converted over to, I'm like, okay, right. what you're doing. And, and there was a bit of a course correction because I think uh, Zack Snyder actually started to lighten up the movie because tonally, this movie is very, very different from BVS Ultimate, which I just finished watching the day before. So I, I can see that both tonally, how, how they were different. But yes, the movie how, begins. How, how, how so different? Uh, no, I, I think that part of the reason why bvs ultimate or bvs in the theatrical cut didn't perform as well as it as it could have or should have in the box office again which led to the interference from executives of course was because it was very dark and the plot was very complex a lot of moving parts oh and then of course zach being zach he filmed like a three-hour flick i'm sure somewhere in the archive there's a longer cut of bvs ultimate which is already the long cut um apparently he had more he had more footage for justice league as well but anyway yeah yeah it was very dark very complex and even upon multiple watchings it's hard to put the pieces together but anyway that being said in this movie it was 
it was brighter. You know, you got to see Bruce in the light more. He even takes takes off his mask more. It wasn't it wasn't as ominous as as BVS was. So you can see that Zach was already starting to like you know change it up a little bit. Does it still have its dark parts? Yes, but of course it has to be to be true to the to the storyline and and how it began with Man of Steel. But yeah. The story kicks off with just a, a longer scene of Bruce traveling to where to the village where Aquaman is, you know, supposed to to reside. And you get this really epic spanning adventure of him, like climbing mountains a la Rocky Four and all that shit. Yeah, word. But yeah, that's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And even from that, exactly. Like, I, I, I actually so like I'm actually now motivated. I want to watch the BVS Ultimate Edition. I used to Ooh. not want to watch it. I just watch it just because Rod says it's good. But now I really want to watch it. And like what you're saying about the tone and the complex plot. That's one of the things that I love the most about the movie. Right. You think it's a four hour movie. You're like, oh, fucking shit, like four hours. But it's 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 worth it. Right. Because it's it helps the story because the my biggest issue with bvs and with the J joss whedon uh, justice league is that eh, the plot moves a lot in weird ways and it doesn't make sense and and it, and it pisses me the fuck off that right that you're asking too much of the of the viewer to just go with it and with these <laughs> get, four get this yeah like yeah don't, don't think too much about it just keep going but the way it is with these four hours is like it makes sense like narratively I'm okay with it. We'll discuss a little. There's a couple of things I still didn't like, right? But nothing major. They're like nitpicky things. The story makes sense. And even with that, with the beginning, I think it was really cool that it showed us, right? With the, It starts with the end of BVS in a way, right? With fucking Superman dying after killing Doomsday. Yeah. And, and that his fucking death wails, right? Fucking scream travels around the world, which... I thought it was a little, you know, silly, but it's a comic book, right? It's like, all right, that's fucking dope. And it's epically shot and it's cool. And that activates the fucking mother boxes. Just with that, that's awesome. All right, because then that makes sense, right? Because before it was like, wait, why are the mother boxes turning on now? Like, What, what happened? Why do we care? And oh, like, right, right. And now it's like connecting it to the other movie and why it matters. Like Steppenwolf later says that the mother boxes noticed that the Kryptonian was dead. I'm also thinking that the Kryptonian fucking activated himself because of his powerful death whales, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, either or it makes sense. And it's, and I'm like, and that's because then it sets the stage, right? Because then it's like, oh, fuck, you know, everybody's on high alert. Like what's happening to these mother boxes? I'm like, all right, wonderful, wonderful. My only thing is that for some reason, I felt like throughout the entire movie, they failed to describe the relationship between the Kryptonians to the fourth world technology. You know what I mean? Like, why did a Kryptonian scream at death activate the tech from the new gods? Like, why? Like, what's the relation there? You know what I mean? That wasn't explained. And I feel like that might have been a quick and simple and important breakdown that could have been done. At least for me, that did feel important. Right. On another note, I felt like this shit was so good. It kind of reverse engineered the whole DC um, like cinematic universe and made it better in reverse. Because now, if you because <laughs> now if you go back and watch Man of Steel from the beginning and end with this, it's a fucking experience. Every movie is better now, mm -hmm. including Wonder Woman. Like if you watch if you go to the beginning and watch this shit until the end, every single movie, you're like, oh shit. Like, yep. it's weird. Like, yep. it made everything better backwards. 
I don't know if it made Wonder Woman two better or no, no, no. I'm not, better. I'm not saying like, it made them shit Oscar worthy. The movies at least like, around that time definitely better. Even especially the Snyder movies because I do think I see his story now. Exactly. Right? exactly. Man, the steel connects to BBS, connects to this. Exactly. Like, All right, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I want to ask you guys a question though, and I think mostly for Rod. I think Rod, you. The one thing for I didn't like about the first, um, you know, the 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 prologue of, of him going Batman going in to find Arthur Curry, was like, uh, um, because he goes to him and says, you know, like, uh, uh, there's bad people coming, right, and we need to get together. Why? How did he know that that villains were, you know, were fucking coming to Earth? Because I like later on we see that. You know, from Themyscira, they send the arrow, then Wonder Woman finds out and she knows what this means. And then she's learning Batman like they're here already. Like, was that from BVS? Yeah, that's a really good question, because I I was thinking the same thing as well. Um, The the Flash came to him, no? Or he was sleeping. The premonition. Yeah, the premonition. And then also that that uh, that chilling scene uh, at the end of BVS Ultimate where, well, I'm just gonna say BVS. Um, where Lex Luthor is telling him that the bell has already been rung. Uh, the bell has been rung! And they heard it! You know, he's in the bars <laughs> with his face squeezing. I thought that scene was really cool. Like, I, like you know, Jesse Eisenberg, say what you will about his Lex Luthor, but, you know, it had some redeeming qualities. Yeah, and, and I did appreciate seeing him again uh, in this movie, and we'll get into that, too. Hell yes. All right. All right. And then, you know, like, with that, you add together that he is a master detective. You know what I mean? Like, you smear some of that on, and you got boom. Right, right. I'm right, an apocalyptic right. attack. That's a good point. All right, I'm with it. I'm with. But see, for example, that's what I mean. Like these little things, it's like it's okay. It, it didn't fuck with my experience of the movie, right? I'm still like with it. Like it doesn't matter. And then, because obviously, then after this epic scene of him trying to find Arthur Curry, the dialogue that they have is just wonderful. Much more uh, uh, dramatic. Then we have the epic fucking Diana Wonder Woman scene. Word. That we saw some of that before, but not like this. The effects oh got God. better, I think. The effects oh got God. better, and they definitely used that rated R. Oh, yes. Lord, yes. Yes, yeah, and, and very quickly about that. You know, it's it was easy for me to start to fall out of love with Gal Gadot and her Wonder Woman after 84. It's but Gal then- Gadot. Gal yeah, Gal Gadot. It. Yeah, Gal and then, but then again, you know, I, I of course went back to BVS, whatever, you know, for my annual rewatching. And I'm, it's not, it was never an issue with Gal being Wonder Woman. It was the direction, because Snyder just shoots her and 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 shows her in a, in an awesome way. She's moving at like really high speeds. I don't even think we Word. got any of that Word. in in '84 of her like was whooping butt like that. I think we, we did. But not with the obvious end results of the violence because it wasn't rated R. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But we got like, like there was definitely like a full on the hello. Like she was on the highway running with trucks. <laughs> like yeah, full gallop running next to cars. I feel like what we've seen Snyder do with Wonder Woman is like we see she is an Amazonian. Exactly. Like, and then the Wonder Woman that Patty Jenkins is playing with, it's like it's a She's it's a, a role model for young girls. It's a woman with superpowers, you know? Yeah. It, a human. It's a human woman with superpowers versus Zack Snyder. It's like, no, she is a goddess. She is an Amazonian fucking demigod, right? And, uh, and, and we a see savage. that, right? And then also really, really not, como si say, uh, uh, letting, you know, toning down the Amazonian part, right? That you are a warrior. And we saw that when she 
fucking went in, just killed some of them, fucking either paralyzed others and like epically. And so, oh, so fucking good. Facts, facts. And I love the fact, you know, like the Steppenwolf, like he like, like when they drop little hints like that, like you're like, you're different than your sisters. You have the blood of the old gods. And, and then at that time, you know, like they also showed, you know, like a bit of the old gods at the beginning at some point. So it's like, like things interconnected yep. in such light and tasteful ways. Yeah. And I want to discuss that. But since you said Steppenwolf, let's just quickly talk about that. Cause you know, we have to, his armor uh, was lit obviously oh my god superior. i mean we're gonna save most of the comparison talk for later so let me yeah. also abide by that rule Fine. um but yes this this uh steppenwolf was the the invasion of of themiscira was just much more intense longer i felt like well, yeah. of course hell yeah it was everything cool. was just awesome and you can feel the tension they're trying to race away and, and you know it's funny i dead has caught myself wondering what's going to happen next because you know, we we kind of did. <laughs> I'm sure you, as you're watching it, you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember something like this. And I kind of remember how it played out. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's what I really like about this uh, version of the movie, that even yeah, though right. you may think you know everything because you saw the 2017 version, you don't know a shit because you need to right. watch this version. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, for, OK, so and just a quick sidebar, WB execs, since you're into experimenting, like if at least one of you happens to hear this show seven part miniseries the amazons of the mascara hbo max holla at your boy yo yo we'll talk about that we have on our section of future yeah exactly all that oh, is there fine but like but to piggyback off what rod was saying there are so many things that are so different that people need to watch this version like how steppenwolf got the second box completely different if i'm not mistaken completely uh, different because remember for the second box he literally just appeared took it off the car and left took it out of the what now off the car it's right like, box. No, the second one is the atlantean one okay how he got the third box was completely different oh Thank yeah you, you're right he kind of just showed up grabbed showed it and took left. the box and left that's it <laughs> how did like, he that's do it. this in, in no no there was a whole thing because remember like the doctor took the box in the lab and oh shit. my god this yes completely different yes, oh, silas like, silas stone once oh yeah um once again you know like the brilliant dude um we have to find out his oh, name and put him gosh. somewhere on the narration box Shout yeah out to that guy but like you're right that, I, I hated that part. I remember in the original uh, of him, like, just showed up, yoink, eh, and I'm exactly. gone. It's, like, stupid. But this but, was, oh, my God, that scene was so fucking meaningful. Yo, and then, hashtag like, fuck you, Joss Whedon. <laughs> and, like, and going with that, we were with the beginning about when Steppenwolf shows up and all of that, too, like, I felt the 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 stakes were high, you know, like even like Rod said, like, I, you know, we know how it's going to end in a way. Right. Obviously, there's a lot of surprises, but like I really did feel the, the that Steppenwolf was an actual threat, obviously, yeah, first of all, because he looked fucking frightening and badass. Right. And and vicious the way he would attack uh, attack. And then the parrot demons also Word. they didn't look like. I think the your Justice League version made them look like the the from the Justice League animated series, which is fine, but it's cartoony, you no? Know? And it's and these ones oh, look yeah. like fucking scary, like fucking aliens, you know. Right. And 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 it was just fucking ah, like that. It was wonderful drama, intense action, very well done. 
And I love how like Steppenwolf was all like humble and like super subservient. But then you saw the league of power that he was playing in. You know what I mean? As opposed to the one that we got in the wheat. Ugh. Ugh. It, the one that we got by this asshole was fucking like, um, like all confident and shit. He wasn't ashamed of anything. You know what I mean? He was just there to conquer. This one had so many layers. Even that, I think, even that, because I think from the from the Whedon version, I also hated Steppenwolf, not just because of how he looked, but also just the. Uh, I didn't care about the character. I don't give a fuck about. All right, sure, you're doing this to please Daddy, I guess. And in this movie, they really Snyder really makes him a character, right? And you said there's layers like him meeting with this sad, right? Trying to get him like, please, you know, and let me, you know, this is what I want to do. I have to do this for, you know, and I really, even I believe that the stakes are high for him, right? Yeah, He's exactly. not just some random villain that like, oh, I'm going to conquer because I conquer and that's it. And no, it's like, there's fucking stuff, their history. And like, even what you said, like he mentions old gods and indicating that they're the new god. Like there's so much richness there. Yeah, man. Like, oh my god. Like, I'm I'm shocked at also just the difference in dialogue and how efficient he was. Like, they gave you all of that just with a few lines of him talking to the sod. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the dialogue between them gave up so much lore and so much story. Um, I'm mad that they could have inserted a bit of granny goodness when they were. Like, you know, like yeah. in those stone communications, I feel like that was like a kind of like a lost opportunity. They could have brought in, you know, like her in so she could like make fun of him a little bit or something like that for his failure. Right, you know, right. some shit like that. Right. And not to jump the gun to the future, but, you know, part there's supposed to be a part two directly following yeah, this part. And that's when they were going to go to Apocalypse and take the war to them or whatever. Oh. All right, yeah. so what's next? We, we, we basically went ham into fucking part one, right? And a little bit into Steppenwolf. What's the next? Let's section? go to the past, to um, Darkseid's, when he was Uxas, right? His first um, arrival yeah. to oh Earth. Oh, my God. Which is cool, right? Because <laughs> then you so get, dope. like, all the armies, you know, of the of that time period joining together on some, uh, what is it, 5,000 BC Avengers shit? Yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, you know, you have Zeus, you have uh, Green Lantern, you have the uh, Amazons, yeah, Atlanteans, fucking, like the armies of man, which is basically like on some Skyrim shit, like, you know, yeah. Dragonborn and, and you got Ares again, you know, speaking about how it makes Wonder Woman more important and more interesting to watch. Ares played a big part in fending off uh, Uxas or Darkseid. Let's, let's not be too geeky. Darkseid hey, we're, yeah, we're, in his yeah. first in his first appearance, you know, like that was really cool. You had Zeus and and Ares and all the all these powers. That was really cool. That were, that was insane. Exactly that whole scene. Because I remember I liked that in the first version, right? Because that was actually one of the cool things. But it was not as cool as this version was, right? Also, because we saw in the original one was like Steppenwolf was there, right? That's the point uh, that Steppenwolf attacked in the past, and it's now it's fucking Dark Side, and there's this epic battle, and we see Dark Side fucking killing this Green Lantern that's there that. Uh, I, I googled and found out. So it's just it's this uh, a Green Lantern called Jalan Gore, who's like some random Green Lantern from the Silver Age or something. Nothing really special. Yeah. But I guess yeah, because it, yeah, it was a long ass time ago. 
Yeah, so that would make you right. Oh, that's a good point. So it makes sense. It would be like a Silver Age character. Like it couldn't even be uh, Abin Sur. Sur. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and, and that have epic fight with Zeus and fucking his kids fucking attacking them. And then like you said, Rod, uh, with, with Ares fucking putting in a final fucking blow to Darkseid for him to retreat. Like, Did, Didn't you instantly think about Infinity War? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right with the axe, doesn't doesn't yeah. fling his axe and catch Thanos? Yeah, it's amazing how these two companies mirror each other in so many ways. Like instead of the mother box, you have the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, you know that's that's a device that can revive. And and he's at both very similar movies. You know, and, right. and it's a bit bittersweet. It's not all like a celebration. At least for now, fans. Right. At least right. for now, because they do leave like trails for a potential sequel. But we'll you know we'll dive in. We'll dive in. My whole thing that I didn't get like about the part where he came to Earth was okay. So they referred to Earth as like the lost world. Is it like after he lost on Earth, did he lose track of where the planet was? Because it seemed like they've been looking for somewhere right, they've right. already been. I'm glad you mentioned that because that was my. That's basically my big. There's two. I have two complaints to the movie. Two, and 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 then one was the question about. Batman finding Aquaman but my one biggest complaint is that because it's framed around that you know right that Steppenwolf is like when he has this also moment later on and about revisiting the memories of the past uh, through the through the things through the mother boxes he realizes that the anti-life equation is there right and like it's like you're saying like this is the lost planet I'm like motherfuckers did you not have like your version of Google Maps or something you like know you, like you've been there before From, exactly like what do you like dark side was literally there and it seems like he knew the anti-life equation like right so it's like why is all of a sudden that like wait what happened like how did you forget how to get back there right uh especially because later well what doesn't matter well what doesn't matter but like later on dark side says you know we'll go there the old-fashioned way or something like that. Yeah, word, word. I wanted to touch on that, too. Right. I, just to respond very quickly to that, I like that Darkseid isn't all-powerful, right? Because that's a, a thing that these movies run into, like Superman and, like, you know, Wonder Woman. Like, they're getting pummeled, but they're kind of, like, invulnerable to being pummeled, so that's never a way to kill them or some shit, unless, you know, you stab them like like, Do- like Doomsday did. But, yeah, so, so with Darkseid... It looked like without the assistance of the mother boxes combined, he didn't feel confident about an invasion. So like, he has works. limits, right? He has because right. he got defeated before. So he probably, I mean, not again. This is a big plot hole, I think. I think I'm about to say, like, remember how he got defeated. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 you know, it just, you know, again, I don't want to be an apologist, but you can take it to mean that I got to rewatch the scene, but I'm going to say this. You can take it to mean that. Darkseid didn't know what Earth this guy was trying to conquer at the time. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm on the Earth that the Ant's Life equation is on. Because we're assuming, I mean, I don't know, again, I might be wrong. I might be wrong on this completely. But when he's talking to Darkseid, does Darkseid know he's on Earth? I think at that point they tell him that, I guess. Because I think at that point, maybe Dark, it seemed that Darkseid was out of the loop. It seemed that it was just this Desad dealing with it. And Desad said like, 
once you get all mother boxes, we'll talk. Bureaucracy. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's like, no, I haven't brought it up to the top yet. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. still in middle management. It's like to make a machine like yeah. Apocalypse Run, you need, you know, like there has to be some bureaucracy and order and paperwork. Yeah, because the side was like, okay, you only have two. So, oh, where's the other one? Hurry. Yeah, it's like right. getting two wasn't even worth telling Dark Side about. Right, 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 right. But again, I got to watch it again because I think that's a very viable thing to point out. And even I do want to say, like, let's say that's the biggest issue, right? With a movie. It doesn't kill it. It doesn't matter. Like, all right, so what? No movie is perfect. Who cares, right? Ultimately. And then, you know, because exactly. Then I have way more trust and confidence in Zack Snyder that he will make sense of that if he was the, if he has the opportunity to do Justice League 2, right? And, and that's what I love about this, right? Like, that's the, that's the worst part, honestly. It's like, oh, all right. It's not big of a deal. And it is, I'm sure people probably didn't even notice, you know, either. Who cares? True. Yeah. I, I, again, I just want to make another point. I don't want to get overtake this broadcast. So please stop me if I am. No, do it. But I, I, I feel, it's a big day for you. It's a big I, day yo, for you, bro. I also feel like that, you know, Zack Snyder has had his movie. I don't think, again, I'm just talking on my ass. I don't think Martian Manhunter was a plan yet. I'm thinking he was destined to appear. I'm thinking that was meant to happen in Justice League 2. Again, I'm not, I'm just saying this, and I'm saying this because it's quite obvious that the Martian Manhunter scenes are a post-revitalization of the Snyder Cut edition, you know, and, and the nightmare shots, of course, that as well. Because um, but everything else in the movie was already filmed and he just had to finish it, right? right. But he he did add two nuggets, he added the epilogue, which we'll dive into. And then he added the Martian Manhunter nugget because I don't think uh, that heart to heart that Martha Kent has with Lois Lane to bring her out of her depression. I don't think that was meant to be Martian Manhunter. And it's quite yeah, awkward word. to have him. It was he so could have been the general. He could have just been the general and went to give her heart to heart. That would make a lot more sense. But yeah, exactly. That's exactly. my issue with the movie. Right, right. And I think, and then, and that's in the next section, I think, right? Which I think, or in one of the next few parts, that so that it lines up to, 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 to what we're going back. Because that's the other issue of the movie, exactly. The, the how they kind of shoehorned in Martian Manhunter specifically in that yeah, scene. Because that was weird. Because that's also, it feels also like kind of like gross in a way. Like, why are you the the fucking mother of this dead god superman why are you impersonating her to talk to the widow in a way right about like like it's weird exactly that's just like wait why did you have to and like as you're saying if he would have gone as the general it even makes sense if the if he follows the story where uh, uh sam lane right lewis's uh lewis's father is in the you know armed forces or something military i don't know what he is and so then you can say like that's how you know him and that's why he's a family friend or something and and, 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 and they have a relationship in bvs they have oh, a relationship right. okay yeah but yeah, i guess yeah. Okay. oh yeah word i forgot about yeah they that. do they have a relate him you know because he he revealed to lois that that the the middle eastern incident was a setup by like yeah, yeah. set up superman and make him look like he massacred a village whatever and he was the he was the the deep throw working with Lois Lane. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It's like all oh, this shit is spread so far apart because it took so long to get here that it's like <laughs> it, like 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 it's hard to click it. Right. But it's like but at the same time, still, I'm not gonna front. I see what they did with um, the Martian Manhunter because, in my opinion, I think their sentiment was all right. We may definitely not get a sequel. 
I'm going to shove this design in there so yeah. people can see it yeah. and be yeah. the consequences. Yeah. But look, it's awesome. Look at it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. And that takes it to the next part of the movie, which I think is could be, I think, one of the best ones, right? Like, it's the beloved mother, beloved son part where this is the heavy fucking uh, Flash and and Cyborg uh, uh, a section, right? This is that section, right? Not 100% sure, but let's run with it. Let's, <laughs> let's run with it. God, I... I Sounds like I, I love Flash's uh I love both of their sections. Like yeah, it we're... really adds so much more to the story because even that about like how they get involved, why does it matter? I I love that. And then us seeing Iris West and their their cute little interaction at the beginning. Cute, which got then a little weird with like Iris was staring him down though for a while. Like she's in the car. I didn't like that, right? That that she's in the car. And she gets in an accident because she was staring at fucking Barry. And then also, obviously, the guy needed to eat his burger and he couldn't. I definitely think it was stop. more the guy's fault. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, I don't know. Like, also, it's like, it's kind of like creepy. He was love struck. <laughs> I guess. But that section was cool. And then it was fun. And it just seeing flat, like, really, really made me want to watch a Flash movie. Like, I can't wait to see the reaction. Yes. And I'll bring it up again. I hate the weird, subtle, Tai Chi-esque shit they try to have him do. Like his swimming, running style. And the fact that he was like a stretcher's run at some point before he started to book it. He wasn't like that like that weird yoga pose. With you don't like know what you're talking about. stretched out to the right. Anyway, whatever. But it's like, I enjoyed that scene. I just hate the, like, the way they made that flash run, but the effects around his speed and how he affects everything around them, how he has to be so gentle and shit, like that was amazing. Yo, and how cool was it that when he saw the accident happening and he went into fucking you no know, his shoes, his shoes, bah, burst. That was awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> and then the and then like the one thing that irks me is like okay. Bro, you shouldn't be struggling to pay your tuition. Like being a delivery guy should be so easy for you. Like, like, like you can make so much money just being a delivery guy to pay your tuition. So much stuff. Like, why are you struggling to find weird jobs? I don't get it. Just do deliveries. Nah, you're right. You're right. But remember the lesson of of Cyborg that you mentioned earlier that he has all this power, but the true power comes in not abusing it. Right? Yeah, but not- how is that abusing it to make deliveries? What? What? He's gonna get like destroy the delivery <laughs> game? Like <laughs> more likely to get game? caught? Cause uh, yeah, and but, you know he has, he has that back and forth with Cyborg too. I forgot what chapter that's in when they're digging the grave, and then and then Wonder Woman and uh, they're digging up Clark, and Wonder Woman and Aquaman are just chilling like an awesome like a I fucking wait. Gap ad. Wait, but by that logic, if you think about it, he should, if you think about it for real, he shouldn't have given. <laughs> have made that lady rich. She should have stared at her before and then just walked away <laughs> and not do nothing. That would have been real self-control. Like, yes. perhaps he gave her the 100000 But a real stoic moment would have been he sees her struggling and then just turns and walks away. Nah, <laughs> nah, I, feel nah. like, I feel like the more stoic moment would have been to, like, not be there when she sees the money. Right. That also true. Like, like hey. 
But I guess he can see her anyway through the ATM camera. Exactly. So why are you there in person, though? You know, that's a little <laughs> bit like yeah, a little like ego so kind of thing. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that scene was great. And also just a quick, but like the thing about when they were digging, which is the next section, actually, when they're trying to get Clark, when they're digging the thing, I also did think like, yo, Flash. Just do it in a second. No, like hurting yeah. you super fast. Like you could have just done this all. Like, I got it. Boom, he's out. But yeah, they're like, nope, let's do it at regular speed just because. So that was a little weird. Anyway, but the scene, the, the cyborg stuff was great. Oh my God. Like yeah, really man. getting to know the character, getting to know his, um, well, trauma, right? And and how he's re- his relationship with his dad and coming to terms with his, with his powers. It, it, uh, that, was, that was great. That was super fucking cool. And once again, once again, that shows it right there. So imagine this fucking prick, Joss Whedon, fucking just sitting somewhere <laughs> and then legit just making the decision. All this shit with Ray Fisher. Yeah, we don't need that. Just cut that. Honestly, I think, for example, you're right. You're right. Josh, Josh, to Rod, like Joss, he was doing the job that he was assigned to do. I really do think if I was him, if I was a director that, you know, asked tap to do it again, um, I would have straight up gone to the company and told them, guys, no, like it's gonna be shit. Either, either, either you tell me to do a new film from scratch. Like if I can start it from scratch, okay. But, but I can't because there's like too much. And no, like either let's do it, let's have it be a long movie, right? And and we'll keep it as much as we can. But because then to choose to force himself, because nobody had a gun to his head to do this, right? He chose all these things, you know, which made it much, much worse. Like, but exactly. It's clear that there was a conscious choice I mean, to drop all of Ray Fisher's shit. I, all. I would rather like praise Snyder's triumph than spend too much time oh, talking okay. about Whedon's a- alleged failure. I believe our I'm hearts still... have the capacity for both. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> but I, I think I think that it, it was a special opportunity for Zack Snyder, man, to to not only release yeah, this film, uh, to have closure, a sense of closure, maybe with it, and for the fans as well. Oh my God, I can't tell you personally how much closure as a fan this gives me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film that I would like it to compare it to, and I mentioned this when I, I watched it with Miguel yesterday, was um, Days of Future Past. Ooh. Tonally, mm. it, you know, the, the, the time mumbo jumbo and funkiness, um, the heart behind it, and the course correction. Because remember that Brian exactly. Singer had to leave the project. Uh, um, there's, there's some parallels with those stories as well. He left the project, Brett Ratner came in, finished off three, and it was a, a shit show. Brian Singer came back and he's like, I, right, I'm gonna make this beautiful film that brings in uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn's additions to the lore and my piece that I'm gonna give my fans their last story. Cause it kind of ends in a great way. If that's your last yeah. X film, you, it could be, unless you want to continue with the McAvoy Fastbender. But anyway, I digress. Um, like w- with this film, I felt like, you know, he, he came in, although he didn't close it, he, he chose not to completely seal the door. He left two doors wide open. And again, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we're going to go into those two doors in the futures section mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a rare opportunity. It's It may have never happened had we not had the quarantine and then this huge rise of this online movement. Oh, man, just to bring this movie and make it happen. Because I think this... It's going to be a while before we see another Justice League on the big screen, right? Yeah, before they assemble once again. Yeah. And, and I think 
the closure and the finality that we get with this cut, I, I, it's priceless for me. And speaking to Snyder's fucking, let's praise the man for the story he's selling with these sections too. I think he really, because also think about how hard of a job they had from, you know, because Marvel had this compared to like Marvel and Avengers, right? That they had the time, right? To a movie for each character for you to get to know them, get to love them and understand at the end, right? How it's connecting to this big, massive movie that eventually they'll all be connected, right? And they didn't have that luxury, right? It's like, all right, boom, boom, you know, super Man of Steel, BBS. All right, now let's do fucking everybody together. And But now with this long story, they really allow you to do that because now I like that stuff. Like, it makes sense how they all connect. Like, for example, with that extended Flash scene, it also now makes sense how, because when Batman shows up, Batman shows him a photo of what, you know, when he um, did the whole save of, of, of Iris West and, and like in which, so then it makes sense, right? It makes sense. Batman's been monitoring. It's like, all right, now he's active. Let me get involved. We need you. Like, and also with the big overall story of like Steppenwolf is out there getting the, the, the mother boxes. It's like a much more rich would then leads to the next section, which I didn't like from the original movie is then, because in the last movie, the next section is then let's get Superman back. Let's bring him back to life, right? Well, also, well, before we get into the whole scene with Cyborg and then them trying to get that, because um, I think this is when that happens, when they're trying to get the, the third box, right? Or that happens after this? I actually I don't even remember at this point. Right, no, first they bring back Superman and then they get the third box. Then the third box is taken by Stephen Right. Yeah. And even that, I really liked how... Because before it was like, felt it was like, all right, let's just bring Superman back to life because fuck it. And, and let's see, we don't know how this works. Let's just fucking do it. And now it felt like one, I understood the reason, right? Because they saw what these things could do. They had some an idea of it. And then they're like, you it know, was like, a detailed breakdown. Mm-hmm, like Flash set, had that scene. He's like, we're all thinking it, right? Like we're all thinking it. Who's going to say it? And then Cyborg has that image of Superman, right? And it's like, we got to do this. And then the hesitancy of like, oh, should we, should we not? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, it's like, now I get it. It makes sense why you need Superman back, right? And why they go through the, you know, all, everything next. And then also remember, um, we had already kind of touched on this previously, but how um, how Steppenwolf got the third box. So how did they find the base in the original one, um, his stronghold after he took the third box? Does anybody remember? Because I don't remember how. What, what base? What do you mean? His stronghold base after he took. Um, oh, after... the one in like Russia. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did oh, they that's find another it? Another great point. Yeah, because because then because then remember. So in this one, in the one that exists now only, this version, the one that matters, Correct he didn't the find the box on top of the car. It was taken by Silas, who superheated it. Then he took it, which allowed them to track it because it was the hottest thing on earth. Total sense. Total Beautiful. sense. This is like, I don't even remember. Like, fuck you, Whedon. I'm going to say that multiple times during this recording. <laughs> Yo, and like, and bravo, Snyder, that section, that whole thing about, like, when when Silas grabs the, the mother box and, and, like, runs and then locks himself in, and then he, like, tries to destroy it. Well, w- w- in the moment, I'm thinking, you're trying to destroy it. It's not going to work, bro. Yeah, and I thought the same thing, too. And I thought at, right in that moment, I felt like, well, that was a cheap death, right? I felt like, oh, you're just trying to make me feel bad for Cyborg. But I'm like, that was a stupid development. But then when Cyborg says, like, nah, man, like, 
he he did it on purpose to tag the the mother box so we can find it i was like oh my god your dad's a hero motherfucker like Word. that was he's a genius which lines up that he is a fucking genius he's a he's a badass scientist at star labs and and then uh it just adds so much richness to the story and like and connects to the next the, the next part of how to find them but the question that i want to answer considering the fact that he is a genius did he have to be in the room when he pressed the button no, I think the issue was because he was going to step out, but Steppenwolf showed up in the moment. So he knew that if he steps out, he's going to get killed by Steppenwolf. Ah, okay. So it was one of those things, like, yeah, I'm safe here. Imminent. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. He's like, I'm uh, safe here. I'm going to lock myself inside too late. You know, all right, too bad. Because yeah, no he, lie. He did, he did the Pac hands. Yeah, because yeah, um, oh. no lie. Yeah, like in What's that. Up? Yo, fathers <laughs> play epic roles in the DC. Oh, D. Because... I kind of had to go through that thought process um, when I saw like that Batman wasn't going anywhere um, when they were fighting Superman and he was just trying to make his way towards Batman. It's like, yeah, strategically speaking, he can only stand there and wait for Superman. There's nothing else he can do. Right. And, and two things. Good. Notice how in that part, they took out the stupid ass fucking joke. Oh, there's something bleeding. That part got taken out because it was stupid. And yeah. The dialogue of Superman asking him, like, do you bleed or whatever it was? Like, ugh. And what's up with Batman? Remember, that? remember the not again. The the <laughs> Snyder one is the original one. Of course. The, the what they added, they didn't take out that bad joke. They added it into oh, the yeah. into the travesty that, that came out in twenty seventeen. Right, they're proving point. my point. But technically, yeah, this is this is the we saw the original version. Well, yeah, we saw like a version of the original. Like what it should have been, right? I don't understand why Batman has such a fucking like old school like grappling gun. That shit has like, like a wood grain handle and shit. Like, like why isn't it like more like high tech like all his other shit? <laughs> oh, speaking of, that's another thing I love about the movie that they had a lot more Alfred scenes, right? And his Word. involvement. And then also making sense, like Alfred was building him the things to go in his wrist, right? To be able to deal with like these epic you know, space lasers and shit like that, which came in handy when fucking Superman is trying to kill him, shooting him with his heat vision, and he's blocking himself, and it obviously is too much. He has to take his fucking uh, glove, whatever thing is, off. And that makes sense. Because it's also, because it also gives you the context of, like, right, how is Super, how is Batman going to deal with all of this if he had to build the suit before in BVS to try to, ta- uh, you know, fight with Superman? It's like good, exactly. This is this is the shit we need, and it, it was just wonderful. But doesn't like you get him in the chest in that scene at one point? Mm-mm. But he's blocking himself with with the thing. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, oh shit, and, like he just yeah. got him. But yeah, but yeah, no. you see fucking context and yo. Shout out to Jeremy Irons. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, might be my favorite Alfred. Shout out to Jeremy Irons. Shout, oh my god! And shout That's, out. The- the, the, there's also we got more, way more finally jk simmons as well oh, yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna Gordon. mention that I had that in the back of my mind yeah we get longer <laughs> scenes and just a whole lot more of him which was really cool a also, lot more gotham yeah and correct me if i'm wrong rod because also i think it's in this movie uh gordon right says that when they're thinking when they're seeing like there's parademons all over you know and then people are like it, it looks like batman and then he's like, he, he's been fighting crime for 20 years. Like, he's not just going to do this. Is this the first time they give us a time frame? Because I love that to understand, like, oh, man, yeah. he's been Batman for 20 years. Yeah, and BVS, they, they, they touch on that. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Now, the only thing I don't get is about the whole thing with J.K. Simmons. Like, 
why was he getting Bane type swole? Like what to look good like in a trench coat and a button down shirt? Yeah. Because if we all remember, there was some like like brawling J.K. Simmons. Yeah. But that's oh, just but... him. That's just him living his life. Dude. Oh, re- respect. Great. All right, fine. fine. <laughs> just, he just likes to lift weights. That's just that's just him. Being I, J.K. Simmons. I'll, I'll throw I'll throw that up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Facts. Shout facts. out to J.K. Simmons. Jim. Oh my god. All right, so then all this builds up to Superman comes back and then Lewis is there and, and snaps him out. Beautiful scene, goes back to the, the, the fucking small bill and shit. I, I loved it. I loved it. And, and, he, and, then, and then he goes back to his um, lair or whatever it was. Yeah, Th- that part was a little bit weirder for me because it seemed as though that the entire narrative, again, I got I to gotta draw comparisons to the X-Men films and Hugh Jackman being the center of the narrative. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of Man of Steel, obviously Clark is the center of the narrative. Uh, BVS was maybe a spiritual sequel to Man of Steel, right? And, and it, But you can see that they, they're, they're vying for screen time, Bruce and Clark. And then I, and I guess in Justice League, it kind of becomes the Bruce Wayne show in a yeah. lot of ways. And, and I kind of felt like even though we got four hours, I didn't feel like I got enough of Clark Kent about like the, the 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 effects of his revival and and how he came back because I, I sensed like a Lazarus Pit kind of deal where right. you know he jumps out semi insane for a moment yeah, right. and, and and I guess you can also use Wonder Woman's lasso because she does tie him up for a second yeah. And she's like, remember who you are, Kalel. You know, all <laughs> fucking dreamy and shit. Yeah, yeah. And he starts to wake up there. And, and, and I do like that. Um, again, I don't even remember if this happened in the remake, whatever. But that in BVS, um, Lois saves Clark from like, you know, Bruce is about to stab him with the fucking spear. And then in this one, Lois runs out and saves Bruce. Ah, oh. like that she's and that's why you know she's kind of like this the, the key to this whole thing and shit like that so poetry right and and, and I, I i like what you're saying exactly about the superman uh but i kind of like that it was more of a batman because it a uh, uh, show because i feel like it narratively it makes sense like a superman's been dead right and yeah and i and i think it makes much more sense now if they're gonna make a justice league too right because with the justice league too that's when hopefully we would dive into well what happened to superman like is he completely okay now that he's back and in diving into that a lot more especially with like you're saying lois is the key because technically they haven't really really shown that yet right and they set it up to show like that could be that's still a fucking plot that hasn't been uh shown yet yeah, where I, I did like, I really liked her sorrowful scenes. Like she's living in, a, in an Adele video, basically. Yeah, her, li- her whole life is a, is a music video. <laughs> it's a montage. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's beautiful. Like, she's all tragic. But I, I do like that they touched on the fact that she's depressed. Yeah. And, and like, I like that. She, she was, she brought the film down, like back to yeah. earth in a way, in a lot of parts, because because like as you up the ante with these uh, Snyder films, they get more and more intergalactic and otherworldly. It's fucking like well, five Earths, five worlds, multiple timelines, and all this bullshit. But yeah, she she like she was like the the emotional center of it all, which makes that Martian Manhunter scene even more creepy. But but I, but I, I guess <laughs> if, if he is, if he somehow knows about her being the key, he's gonna take the form of the person she trusts the most outside of Clark. I don't know. 
I don't know where the fuck her parents are, but anyway, I digress. Word. Yeah, but then the thing <laughs> is, like, like how would Van, like, how would he know that in the first place? As um, the Martian Manhunters, like, does he have access to like some sort of like insight into the future? Her brain. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because like, how would he know? The only, yeah, per- the only person that's warned about her being the key is the Flash from the future. And by the way, now after four hours of exposure to Ezra Miller as the Flash, <laughs> fuck him as the Flash. Really? Yeah. Whoa! Uh, I was not expecting it. that. Why? I don't like him as the Flash. Um, he's n- or at least like or okay, I don't like him as Barry Allen. I'll take him as Wally West. My it might sound like some Ooh. jargon to the uninitiated, but it actually matters. The way he's acting, <laughs> if his name would have been Wally West, would have made more sense. That's not Barry Allen. Right. It's a bad ca- blah, 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 characterization of them of the name. You know what I mean? Grant no, Gustin does an excellent job of that. No, I agree. That's also, I like him as the, I like his character, uh, uh, but you're right. They're doing a very different version. That's not Barry Allen. Like Barry Allen isn't like the jokester like that, you know, it, it, that's more of a Wally West kind of thing, you know, but so what? Uh, sorry, they're mixing kind of Wally West with Barry Allen and, to adding, be honest, and adding honestly some Peter that. Parker to it too. It's like, there's some Peter Parker yeah. elements there and, and adding it like, okay, but exactly. But, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. so Shit, to be honest, I, I'll go even deeper into flash lore. Um, Ezra Miller flash. He strikes me as an impulse Bart Allen. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, way more Bart Allen, you're right. Yeah, in the way he acts. Uh, um, but yeah, that was just me. Like, but it is what it is. It is what okay. it is. However, when he went into the Speed Force, visually, yo, okay, Um, just I have this quick theory. So due to, <laughs> like, due to the rate at which um technology expands, I forgot what principle that's called, you know what I mean? Like where tech expands like exponentially over time. Do you think that they were better to make the effects better now because there was at least a certain amount of tech that didn't exist like three or four years ago when the original one came out probably that's a good question because i was stunned visually like when he when he went into the like into the speed for those like damn that looks solid you're talking about now at Uh, the scene at the end of the movie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because you mentioned that i wanted to take one step back and talk about um first of all i loved that Okay, cause, okay, wait, let me take another step back. Yeah. This is Bruce Wayne. Okay, regardless of who you love as Batman, we all love Batman. We can all agree on that. Yeah. I think this is Batman Prime. This is the most advanced Batman we have ever seen on live action. His oh, ships yeah. are on some shield. He had his own shield fucking level. <laughs> was that that ship that they fly in? I don't know, man. Christian Bale was oh, the, baby, bro. The thing that, um, yeah, yeah, Christian Bale was getting, but no, but even if it was getting time, there, exactly. No, now he's there. He and this there. Bruce Wayne has a tank, and, and that, that was also a post, a post, um, thing. Anyway, uh, the 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 assault on the the dome with uh, Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that the Batmobile scene. I was way more invested this time around. I Word. Don't additional footage or me just just being less it. Like grossed out by the movie in general, but I was deep. I loved that assault. Like the way they infiltrated, they took out again. They didn't take out anything. Joss Whedon added some stupid shit about Flash saving a house. No, no, no. So anyway, I don't. The family and the dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, 
I, I thought that was really cool seeing Batman just use all his toys, like maxed out. On yeah, so and, and of course, another fuckweed and sidebar. The whole thing looks super different without the red filter. Oh my god, yes. So yeah. like, so once again, he made a cut. He sat there and like, let's put a red filter on this whole sequence. Yeah, that looks horrible. Let's go with that. Yeah, all, all that scene and that, like the Batmobile scene was one of the best Batmobile scenes we've seen, I think, Burn. in live action. And it also, I don't know, it just made sense with the story. It was just very fucking cool to watch. And that whole battle scene extended with the parademons and then just the viciousness of like fucking Wonder Woman, Aquaman. It was just the fucking coolest shit. And I also like, too, that Flash was a little bit more... Um, with it you know you could tell yeah. he was the one that's like the le- le- least prepared one for sure but i feel like in the other version they really exaggerated that and made it more of the butt of the yeah. you know, jokes it, you know and like really like oh how do i do what yeah. am i supposed to do it's kind of like as opposed to being totally out of it in the stupid cut he was like you could <laughs> tell you could tell that he was just like starting to learn in this one but he was all vested in the learning process as opposed to he was just like, Oh, I guess I stumbled onto a crazy situation in, in the other one. You know what I mean? Like you could tell that like he was down to learn to be a hero. Right. Yeah. And and this one is, is weird because his power set notice how I think both times that he tried to supercharge either cyborg or the mother box, we get glimpses into an alternate timeline. So, like, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, because the first time to revive Clark, you get the first glimpse of, like, wild shit, right? Which we'll get into, like, in, into the nightmare uh, segment of this discussion. And then the second time when he's going to superpower uh, Cyborg, again, you see another another divergent timeline and shit like that. So, that, again, shades of Days of Future Past. You know, you got Lord. your speedster, you got all that shit. It was just I- fucking epic. So where we're at now, we're we're pretty much at the final battle. All right, let's do it. Let's get into that. Dude, that sequence was... I want to watch both of those, like, back-to-back sequences from the original, which is the one we know and love now, and the stupid cut, back-to-back. Just those two specific fight sequences. Because that shit was amazing. It was complete, like... they. They might have kept some segments of the fight, I think, here and there. But then, okay, so they cut that fight to make it look stupid then once again. You know what I'm saying? Like, the original version of that fight made sense. There was teamwork. Things were going on. Yeah, they were struggling, but they were doing the damn thing. Yeah, no. but, but just to just close off that thought, I I agree with Miguel. Like, if I feel like if Whedon would have been given Justice League from the get, you know, like he probably would have done his own thing and it wouldn't have been a stupid, a stupid cut. But yeah, you know, he right. he, he got paid millions to uh, try and finish up a, a, an art project that was never his to begin with. Why? Because hit job. Haters <laughs> have infiltrated all levels of government. <laughs> everything. Damn. Yo, but film speaking- industry. Yo, speaking of that scene, that was one of the most fucking epic action scenes that we've seen in comic book movies. And as a team, action scenes was fucking 
up there with some of the best that we've seen, like with Avenger movies, like the Civil War fights, the Infinity War fights, and it was up, it held its own, you know, with, with, with all the action scenes. And let's get into it with also, I love also that how Barry had to be running to build up his charge, right? Because that's what they had to do, because that's what happened in the fir- at the first time to revive Clark, and like all that fucking shit makes sense. And what blew me away the most about that whole scene is that genuinely I was surprised by what happened, right? That what ended up happening, right, is that he gets shot by one of the fucking parademons, fucks up, and then they're too late. And then it fucking, the, there's a, the unity thing happens with the three mother boxes and it fucking, the world like ends. Yeah, we're- That blew me fucking away man like and then seeing flash be like instinctively go so fast to go into like wow the speed force the time like and goes a a few seconds back in time dude that shit was fucking mind blowing (laughs) oh my god just um and real quick just regarding that whole last sequence of events and the stupid cut how did steppenwolf die or should i say how did stupid wolf die in the stupid cut because I, he got did he beat die or did he retreat? Oh, he retreat. Really? I remember. No, but they some. Yeah, both. It was like some. They did something to him that then the parademons went took him away, and then he opened the boom tube and then left with Bro, all hey, the parademons with him. The way he died was <laughs> so epic. Word. Oh, oh my God! God. They sent his head. <laughs> To dark side. Facts. So all of that, right? So we get we get Flash going back in time to change shit. That whole scene is beautiful. Fucking, you see the the world building itself back up as he's coming back to Earth, right from the yeah. epically. He shows up, saves the day, and then that last battle with Steppenwolf. With first of all, right, you get this epic moment of well, oh, first of all, right, when it's like. Uh, 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 Superman shows up, right? And oh, well, that was right before that scene because Superman's back, and that was cool yeah. when fucking Seven was about to kill uh, a cyborg. And then they fight, and there's all this stuff happening. Flash saves the day, and then to have first Aquaman fucking impale fucking Seven Wolf with the trident, yeah, epic. It's like he's already dying, they're throwing him back uh, into the fucking apocalypse right for dark side and all them to see and then one uh one oh coño wow. then, uh, fucking wonder woman is uh na 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 let, let me get in on this for a <laughs> second too like and let's they, make sure yo decapitates him Fuck. facts damn yo oh my god dude i just get like it was just so amazing that that part caught me so off guard in such an amazing way Oh my God! Like I can't, I can't. Surprise. Fuck you, Whedon. Fuck so, you, man. And, and uh, Zack Snyder said in a recent interview, I, I'll, I'll post the what show it's from. I don't remember the show's name, but it's a cool podcast. That um, basically just to finish off the story, you know, there's an invasion. So then Dark Side at the end, he sees Steppenwolf's head. He's like, "All right, let's go do this old the old fashioned way." Um, he go, invades Earth, and then so this is when you get a, re- a reuniting of Earth's armies against the armies of of apocalypse so like what what played out in the first confrontation you know where you have aries yeah. the green lantern Hippolyta, yeah. that plays out all over again with his second invasion a new green lantern beautiful 
Anyway. And, um, and just so the fans get an understanding of like the scope of magnitude that is dark side. He literally means he like that's not boasting. He has turned a hundred thousand worlds to dust in different realities. Like that's the level of power we're talking. Like it's like it's it's not only like whole level cosmic, is not only interdimensional, is inter like inter reality. Well, I don't know about realities. It's still that same universe. Is that still that same reality? Nah, bro. Like, nah. Speaking of... They're from a different universe. Alternate realities and universes. Let's jump right to the epilogue, gentlemen. Word. Let's dive in. We get to revisit the nightmare universe. Oh, which, by the way, um, I have a quick question. Um, In the stupid cut, did... uh, (laughs) Did Lex tell... No stroke that Bruce is Batman. No, no. see, look at that. Look, I don't think he did. No, it was was like, oh shit, when he said, yeah, it's something. I think he made a joke of something about we need a league of our own or something, and then like gotta be a league of doom or something. It's like a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, (laughs) 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 but in this one, he was like Batman is Bruce Wayne. He was like, all right, so you just paid me, so I got you, bro. Like. That was that was sick. Damn, which is a bomb, right? It's a bomb to drop at the end of that movie. Again, there's threads that we may never see tied, but again, you gotta be happy with what you can get. I need that movie. I need that movie now. Shout out to fucking Joe Manganiello for coming back as Deathstroke. Mm -hmm. Yep, and also he came back in the nightmare sequence, and and that was that was that that was shot after. And okay, given that that sequence we know it was shot afterwards because of jared leto's involvement and for the for the nitpicky uh, snyder geeks just looking at ben affleck how much thinner he is in the reshoots yeah um, so he the fact that he made he well maybe he always wanted to make that scene right whatever yeah, whatever the case may be but he put he brought actors back and he shot that scene i think that's a good placeholder if he ever wants to come back to just finish the nightmare story. That's really all we need. It, and I think that was brilliant of him because he he knows. I feel like he's like a he's like a a, a troll genius, right? He's like, I'm I'm gonna throw this out. I'm not gonna tie it up into a neat perfect box. I'm not. I can. He could have, perhaps, right? But I can't fuck that for him. But now he left threads. So guys, the nightmare sequence. Yeah, no, because I think because that's this that's what I loved about this movie now about and seeing his whole story because he's telling this big long story, you know, and and I don't think he was planning on Justice League to be the end of that. No, of course not. And so that's why he's doing like, nah, I'm gonna end it like how I wanted to end it. And if you you know, and if he's given the chance to do another one, hopefully you know he'll he's be down for that. Because what I loved about it the most, because for example, in the BBS, I always found it silly how how flash looked and you know with the mustache and whatever little crappy beard and his suit and, and i i didn't like all that and also with lewis lewis being the keys like it, it didn't really I, I don't think it made a lot of sense and i liked that with this night even the scenes of the nightmare uh, uh world throughout the movie that we see superman having like a, a lewis's dead body and that kind of like dark side approaching him and putting his hand on his shoulder it's like oh fuck like what Flash was warning is yet to come, right? And then yeah, that's what we see in this nightmare because it's it's the Flash that looks like the one we saw in the BVS, you know, with the mustache and the just fucking like 
apocalyptic world. And it's like, oh shit. So then it leaves me excited because right now we know Dark Side is coming to Earth, right? What fucking happens that one, you know, because something Batman does, Lois dies and Superman becomes evil because of it, right? What happens there, right? That we know eventually Flash goes back back in time and, and then hopefully they prevent it from happening or something. But there's like so much richness there. Yo, for real. Yeah. Yo, it's like, it's, it's awesome. It's still, the story keeps going. And my yeah. only other thing, I, I still don't like Jared Little as Joker. It was okay. I'm not, it's all right. It I'd be fine really, to see it. I, I trust Snyder though, but it's like, eh. For me, like, it felt really good to finally see the flash in that armor because I've always wondered what the fuck it looked like in action. All we've just seen is like the flashes, like of it, and like you know, like when he comes to Bruce while he's sleeping in the Batcave and shit. But to finally see the whole suit in fruition, that was awesome. That was the suit was legit. And to be honest, I was a little bit underwhelmed by the by the whole Jared Little Joker. Bruce interaction like I, I believe a little bit of the dialogue was frivolous like it was cool to see like it was awesome fan service in my opinion but yeah I was a little bit underwhelmed yeah. but is it me or does Ben Affleck Bass kind of look like he's always smiling a little bit <laughs> yeah and also like we had we had paused the movie and so we knew how much time was left so seeing that they were just standing there having a discussion, I'm like, oh fuck, we're not gonna see anything cool. Like, yeah, we're not, not that it wasn't cool, but it was all like a pre a precursor to something else. Honestly, like, honestly, I feel post, a, a glorified, sorry, a glorified post credit scene that took the words out of my mouth. It's like because I feel like this would have been an epic post credit scene because that's really what it was, right? Because then Superman shows up, they're all like, fuck, he found us. Right. And also, oh, and also we know that Wonder Woman's dead, right? That yes. Aquaman is dead too, right? Because yeah. like for what he did to fucking Aquaman. Batman I, killed Harley Quinn. Oh my god, right? Oh, no, no, no. She died in his arms. No, no, no. The she way died. he was saying I mean, the way he was saying it was like when she died in my hands, motherfucker, no, like when no. I killed her. No, I don't think really? no, I don't think that's how I took no, it. Because, <laughs> no, no, no. Because then because Harley it. told him to kill Joker though. And that's what Batman was telling him, like, you know, in her last words were like, I gotta fucking kill you. Yeah, no, but remember, but that got to Joker. So it was kind of like he realized, like, yo, you fucking killed her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he would have cared that she died in his arms. I think he would care that he killed All right. her. I'm gonna rewatch that. Let's yeah. rewatch I, it I right now. Let's do it. I don't want to believe that Bruce killed Harley. I don't want to believe that. <laughs> yo, oh, yeah, we'll see. Nightmare Bruce killed yeah. Harley. But then having all that scene, right? Superman shows up, they all freak the fuck out, and then Bruce wakes up, right? And it's like, because then that's how the movie ends. Then he wakes up and then fucking Martian Manhunt, Manhunter landed on his fucking backyard. And and then that's how the movie ends, right? Again, shoehorned into the movie. Like, hey, oh, yeah. like, I'm, yeah. I'm Martian Manhunter, bye. And not just that, I don't think um, like it was impressive uh, CGI-wise either. But the design was good, though. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I, I think he was better on the CW than he was in the Snyder yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't get the hot pitch. <laughs> but yes, man. So just, uh, let me give my clothing my clothing thoughts first. Uh, your thoughts are your clothing. Yo, I man, the the sense of finality Word. for me as a fan. I feel like a burden has been removed from my shoulders. I lived to see the Snyder Cut. <laughs> the Snyder Cut is your reward if you're listening to this for surviving and prospering and keeping hope alive in 2020. 
And I, you know, if you, if you believe in something enough, it can come true <laughs> to sound like really cheesy. Disney um, right now. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> you're a fucking Disney princess right now. Do so it. many, so many, um, <laughs> uh, you know, questions were answered and I'm not going to fucking grow old wondering what happened to the Snyder cut. Thank God. <laughs> you know, that, that timeline has been erased. Now you can watch it until you're old. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not going to, it's not going to be a bitter thing. Um, and it, it, it serves to provide closure, but also leaves some doors slightly ajar. Mm-hmm. Um, I would only ever want to see this come back again. I'm going to draw comparisons. Uh, if Matthew Vaughn-esque director who has a good vision would would maybe do a movie within the Snyderverse because again, the multiverse is what DC the product DC is trying to sell now at least cinematically and on television. So you know it's possible that Zack Snyder himself does not have to come back, but obviously not a Joss Whedon situation. Word. You know, we we've covered like Miguel said at the top the tip top of this show um, that we've covered this in detail of, of all the drama behind the scenes. But but yeah, I feel like. You know the movie's out. Questions have been answered. You know the fans can can finally fucking rest and restore the Snyderverse. That's my my final two cents. Thanks. Personally, I think is the most epically epic thing that has ever epicked in the history of all things epic. <laughs> and also, we should get a Justice League two directed by either Quentin Tarantino or and Michael Bay. What? No! Don't fuck it up. Nah, Tarantino maybe, but not Michael Bay. No, and my my closing remarks are I I have to eat my fucking words. You know, if you've been listening to our show from the beginning, I was had low expectations about this. I thought it was still going to be shit. That it was just going to be worse even than Whedon's version. And And I, I am not just corrected. I am converted. I I really liked the movie. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. I at not point was either bored or annoyed by it. You know, there's nitpicky things here and there like any fucking movie, you know. But overall, I really fucking liked it. Uh, it made me really appreciate his other movies a little bit more now. And, and I really hope I want to know what happens. And uh, like the stories that you can tell are, are it's just endless, you know, and, and I really would like to see him do a Justice League 2. And like uh, Rod says, I would like the, then for them to find directors and screenwriters that are, that get it, you know, that get the Snyderverse uh, uh, theme and, and stories and do your own shit but really do it within that world. And hopefully Snyder can help oversee to some degree, you know, cause I do obviously feel like Patty Jenkins and I don't remember who did um, the Aquaman movie. Uh, James Wan. James Wan, right. And, and like, I don't feel they, they didn't care about any of that. I feel that they were like, we're going to do our own thing in our yeah, own, like they're all, the tone is very different. I, I, yeah. I slightly disagree. I, I think Aquaman and Wonder Woman are, are still pretty good, which is why they weren't necessarily focused on in Justice League because their, their solo films, you know, they, they're loosely part of the continuity at this point. Yes. But I don't think that they, they diverge so much. 
But I still think for those movies, for example, Shazam. especially Ugh. especially the second <laughs> half, the second half of Wonder Woman, you know, the first half is cool, then the second half gets kind of cr- crappy, and then Aquaman was okay, and Shazam also the like, right. It's like I still find those movies silly, like they're still like kind of like childish, like kind of like I don't know, like it, it's not like in this movie, it's like all right, it's it's like a serious drama comic book movie though, so a comic book, it's, no doubt it's a comic book movie. But it's not like a silly thing for kids, you know, and yeah. I don't know. And so that's what I would like. I would like somebody to keep that fucking tone uh, and do what you want, but do it within that world. Like, let's see Batman and Deathstroke fucking duke it out, man. Shit. Which was what? supposed to happen in the Ben Affleck Damn. directed the oh. Batman. <laughs> Damn. But whatevs, you know. But oh yeah, overall I loved it. I, I'm I can, I'm gonna watch Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition. Hopefully, yes. like right now. Actually, after we're done with this, and nice. and then I would recommend Justice watching League. Man of Steel first, but that's just me. I like that movie. You and know, at so that I, point, you're doing a whole Universal rewatch. Right, yeah. right, <laughs> all right. But this was fucking dope. <laughs> I yes. can't believe it. <laughs> I cannot believe it. And they gotta address something. They gotta address some of this in the upcoming Flash movie. They have to. They have to. That'd be lit. Something. That'd be lit. And on that note, shit, instinctively, I was going to say, guys, we did it, but we didn't do shit. <laughs> Snyder, you did it. Josh Sweden, you tried to undo it, you fucking asshole, but you <laughs> did not succeed. To uh, all the people out there who were the backbone of the Snyder Cut movement, the fans, thank you guys for giving us this amazing honor and pleasure of being able to watch this masterpiece and talk about it. Wow, I am blown away. I'm going to watch this shit one part a day for maybe the next two weeks. Like, wow, shit. And I'm pretty sure we're going to continue other shit that we notice in other episodes because it's just, it's like an onion. It's layers and we got to peel it. Guys, lovers, friends, love you guys. Always a pleasure. It was an honor. Peeps, this is Chez. All right, this is Miguel. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Word. Hashtag sequel. Right, it finally happened, people. It, it happened. Word. Peace. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at legiononzoom.com.